We're not perfect, neither were we, and neither are we, amen, but God. They're in the house, and they're praising God. We ought to give God a hand of praise for them here today. As you remain standing for the reading of God's word, in this year of 2016, this year in which we declared it to be a year of supernatural revelation, I don't know about you, but I have had a word from the Lord for me this year. How many of you have had a word from the Lord for you? A word of supernatural revelation. This is the third series of the year, the third and final series of the year. The first series was a prophetic word. Second series was a right noun word. And this third and final series is entitled An Encouraging Word, in which we examine 12 of the Psalms, 12 of the Psalms. This is the eighth of 12 messages in this series. Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5, as well as Psalms 68 and verse 19. Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5 as well as Psalms 68 and verse 19, reading from the New King James Version. Here, the reading of God's word. Verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 68 and verse 19, Bless be the Lord, listen to this, who daily loads us with benefits. The God of our salvation, Shalom. And the church that loves God's word said amen. Amen. As you remain standing, catch the hands of someone that is standing next to you. This is the eighth message of this series that's entitled An Encouraging Word. Hold those hands, squeeze those hands, look at someone and say, God's benefit package. Now, before you sit down, look back at somebody, excuse the grammar, and say, you got benefits. Amen. You got some benefits. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God's benefit package. Amen. Just in case the devil has told you a lie, I need to just say it one more time. You got benefits. Sometimes you don't even know it. Amen. But you have some benefits. Let me ask this somewhat rhetorical question. How often have you heard someone say, it is not just the pay, 
but the benefits that makes a good job a great job. How often have you heard that? How, how often have you heard people say that I, I, I really could use a little bit more money, but I stay because of the benefits. I'm going somewhere. Look at somebody and say, benefits matter. There, there are people who done 20 plus years in the military because of the benefits. And I said to the church earlier this morning, our good friend and brother, Pastor Lawson, after he did his 20 years in the military, I looked at him and said, you're too young to retire. He said, but I put my time in, and now I want to enjoy my benefits. Amen. And nothing like a good job at UPS, Deacon Thomas, with good benefits. Amen. Nothing like a good job wherever it may be. With good benefits. Listen, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I have been an entrepreneur running my own business, my own company, small company. And there was a time in which I advised uh, some of my best workers to go look for another job that offered better benefits. It was tough uh, because I selfishly wanted to keep them. But I knew that as a small company that I could not offer what some other companies would offer as it relates to benefits. And so I, I with, with sad heart, said to them, not only do I suggest, but I helped some go somewhere else. And some years later, I run into some of them, and they give me a big hug, and they say, Darrell, I love you because you pushed me out of the door. And you did what was best for my family. Because, see, benefits make a difference. The word benefit is defined as something that promotes one's well-being, improves one's quality of life. From an employment or from a business perspective, uh, good benefits usually includes health insurance. Amen. Vacation time, disability insurance, dental insurance, a retirement plan. These are things that people say, I, must, I will stay here on this job because I know in the long run it pays off. Now, the thing about benefits is you've got the trust that they're worth it even at times in your life where you don't need it right away. It's hard to get young people to sign up for the benefit packet because they think I'm healthy. I won't ever get sick. I'm young. I won't ever get retired until it gets too late. And, and when you get old and you want to sign up, and it, they don't offer it to you then because you're too much of a risk. Amen. And so you have to listen to this. You have to appreciate what benefits will do for you somewhere and sometimes in the future. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have uh, insurance, life insurance, health insurance, dental insurance, or disability insurance. All of those things are important. However, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, none of this, none of these things can compare 
to the benefits that the Lord provides for those of us who serve him and trust him and faithfully walk as he wants us to walk. None of this compares to what God has done, is doing, and will do for us. Let me say that again to make sure I'm in the right church. If you serve the Lord, people may look at you and wonder, what are you getting out of it? But what they don't know is that you got some benefits that God provides for you if you walk upright before the Lord. Let me share something with you. In the secular world, in the business uh, entrepreneur world, other uh, world, there, there's something called insurance. Insurance. It's a good thing. Insurance is to help restore or provide for you when something happens. Amen? Uh, property insurance kicks in when you lose something or when you damage something. I'm going somewhere. Automobile insurance kicks in when you hit somebody or when you damage something. Amen? Dental insurance kicks in when you need something done. Health insurance kicks in when you need something done. Even if it's prevented in, in, in checkups or, or if, God forbid, something even uh, more serious happens, then you say, thank God for insurance. But here is the difference God dropped in my spirit. The difference between the world and the kingdom is that the world offers insurance. The kingdom offers assurance. I'm going somewhere. May I take my time and preach this? Now, I, for one, appreciates insurance. And I tell people, get as much as you can and do all you can. And I am a, I am a believer in insurance, okay? But there is nothing like assurance. What do you mean, Pastor Jackson? If insurance takes care of the situation after something happens... Assurance is the positive reformation and the positive assurance that God will not allow it to happen and it will not destroy you when it happened. Assurance is a positive belief that something that's going on will not do what it is intended to do. Assurance assures you that God is in charge. I'm going somewhere. Well, what, what do you say? Let me share just a few examples with you that's found in Scripture. There is the assurance given in Isaiah 26 and verse 3 that you will have great mental state and that your mind will be all right. Tell somebody that's the assurance. Now, great insurance kicks in when you have a mental breakdown. And you've got to go to Charter Rivers. Or you've got to go to Brian's psychiatry or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. When something happens and we have to get service, that's when you're glad you have 
insurance. But God's mental assurance, Isaiah 26 and verse 3, when God says, I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. Touch somebody, say, assurance means the devil will not take your mind. Assurance means that you can take a licking, but you keep on ticking. Assurance means after you've gone through the worst of it, you can still wake up in the morning as the old church used to say, Mother Williams, with my right mind. We don't hear that anymore. How many of you, I used to be in the church and they used to testify and the mothers used to get up and say, Deacon Al, I thank God for having my right mind. I used to laugh at them until I became a father and tried to raise children. And I said, oh, Lord, I need a right mind because I'm about to lose. Any of you ever tried to raise teenagers? Then you know you ought to thank God for mental assurance that you didn't lose your mind going through what you, any of you ever had to deal with demons on your job and folks tried to steal your joy and steal your peace and the truth of the matter is you should have lost your mind a long time ago if the Lord had not been on your side. Somebody ought to thank God for the assurance that God will keep us in perfect peace. And then thank God for the assurance that no matter what happens, that God will block what the enemy brings our way. Uh, Isaiah 54 and verse 17 puts it this way. This is the assurance of the kingdom. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, that's assurance. That is the assurance of knowing whatever the devil brings our way, it will not work. The assurance of knowing whatever you've got to go through, you're going to be all right. And then Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19 gives us another assurance. When the enemy comes in like a flood, spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against your enemy. Flood insurance in the natural restores what the flood destroyed. Kingdom assurance says when the flood comes, it will not destroy a thing because God will block whatever the enemy. Oh, I wish I had just one or two folk that know how to celebrate the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. How many of you are so glad that God has given you the assurance that when the enemy comes in like a flood, will not destroy what God has placed in your life. And then, then in, in the natural, there is the retirement insurance or retirement provisions. And that's a great thing for 401ks and others. But God has something also. David says, uh, God's got a plan. God has an assurance, uh, assurance. Mother Marva Diamond, that's found in Psalms 37 and verse 25. And David said, let me tell you about God's assurance. I've been young, 
and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed to beg bread. Touch somebody and say, God will take care of you. God will keep food on your table and clothes on your back. And, and when you don't know how you're going to make it, God will make a way out of nowhere. I wish I could preach to somebody who had the blessed assurance that God will take care of you. And when Social Security check was not enough, somehow God kept making a way out of nowhere. And you've never went hungry. And every time you flip the lights on, the lights come on. And there's a roof over your head and clothes on your back and food on your table. Can I get somebody to clap those hands and give God a praise and tell your neighbor, I got some benefit. Didn't know how I would make it. Wondered how things would turn out. Ooh, but there was a blessed assurance that if I walked with the Lord, everything would be all right. David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Don't fool me now. But is there anybody in the house that said, Pastor, I'm a living witness that God will make a way somehow. Ah, I, I'm here today because God held back the hand of the adversary. And when the enemy thought he had you, God intervened and made a way and kept waking you up every morning. With this breath in your body, that's a benefit. Every time you put your feet in your shoes, that's a benefit. Every time you lift your fork to your mouth, that's a benefit. If you can raise your hand, that's a benefit. Your steps may be slow, but if you can put one foot in front of another, that's a benefit. And even if you can't walk, if you can just say a word, or wave your hands. You all got to praise. Is there anybody in here say, I got to praise God? Who wakes you up every morning? Who makes ways out of nowhere? Some things God do that we don't even realize that God has done it. God reminded me one day I was praying, and God said, if I ever reveal to you the stuff I block that the enemy sent your way that you never did see, you really would give me a praise. I praise him for what I know, but every now and then the old folk used to say, dangers seen and unseen. Anybody want to give God a praise for protecting you and your family from unseen dangers? Things you didn't even know that the enemy brought your way and the devil stopped in his tracks because God lifted up a standard. Woo. Tell somebody, I've got to praise him. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor. I don't know about you, but I must praise him. Oh, God has been too good, made too many ways 
I'm standing here today because of the marvelous benefits that the Lord has given me. I am so glad. Y'all better sit down before church breaks out because somebody just remembered something God did for you that only God could do that money could not do for you. But God did something that only a righteous God could do. Ooh. Benefit. Okay, somebody said benefit. Ooh. You got them. You have them. God blesses you. Look at our scripture text. Two references that are found in the Psalms. In this scripture text, let us examine what we've called God's benefit package. David, the author of the psalm, David, a grateful worshiper, writes this Psalm 103 to remind us and all of those who are of the household of Zion, not just the Israelites of his day, but to all of the worshipers, all of God's people, that no matter how difficult things may be in our lives, we still have so many reasons to worship and praise the Lord our God. May I say that again? I, I know you're going through something. We all are going through something. But there are still so many reasons that you can praise God for every problem you have. God has made ways out of no ways double the times you've went through it. Am I right about it? David says, I, 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 I want you all to know that, that I am not one without adversity. I've been through so much, but I refuse to allow the enemy to steal my joy because I've become so narrow-minded that I've not seen the goodness of the Lord. And all that God has done. He begins this 103 Psalm in verse 1 by declaring that he will bless the Lord with all that is within him. In other words, everything that I'm going through, I will bless the Lord. All that is within me, I'll bless his holy name. How many times do we just feel like giving God total praise. Lord, you've been so good to me that with all I have, I will bless you. Sometimes you've got to declare from the inside out that God is so good. Amen, somebody. Sometimes you've got to be a walking praise and folk look at you and say, it really doesn't take all of that. Why do you praise God so much in church? But there's something inside of you that reminds you how good God has been. Tell somebody all that is within me. Every aching bone in your body still deserves to praise God. Can I get a witness? Every high blood pressure episode still deserves to praise God. I don't care what you've been through. God is still good all the time. Come on somebody and say you all got some praise Next, David, in verses 3 to verse 5, he outlines several benefits that the Lord has blessed us with. Let me just share a few of them. Let us see verses 3 and 5. 
First David says, who forgives all your iniquities, heals all your diseases, redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy, satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. Now let's, let's, let's itemize these that are found in verses 3 to 5. Number one, God forgives all your sins. I don't know about you, but the iniquities that you have done, I'm so glad that God does not throw them back up in your face. Here's what the Bible says. If God was to keep a record of iniquity, who would be able to stand? Let me ask you a question. If God kept his little black book and, 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 and God reminded other folk of how messed up you used to be, who would stand? I don't care how holy you are, how deep you are, how long you've been saved. There have been some things in your life that God has forgiven you of, and you ought to be grateful for it. Come on, somebody. Look at somebody and say, none of us are that holy. Uh, that we do not and cannot praise God. Because God has forgiven us over, somebody say over, and over, and over again. Just in 2016, you don't even have to go back to years or last year. Just in this year, is there anybody so grateful that God has forgiven you of your shortcomings just this year alone, this month, this week, this day? Has God been good to you? All have sinned and come short. But one of David said the benefits of having a relationship with God is that when you have your Bathsheba moment, when you in all your righteousness mess up, David's Bathsheba moment was when David, although he was righteous, went astray and committed adultery and murder. God should have thrown him away, but God forgave him of all of his sins. Is there anybody in here so glad that when you had your moments and look at somebody and say, yes, we all have had our moments. Don't you sit up there like you're that deep and you're that holy. I know you got a tide and you hook my she and he come I come. But that doesn't mean you don't have your moments. I had your moments. Tell somebody, I am so glad that God forgave me. Anybody so glad that he didn't throw you away? So number one, he forgives our sins. And then David said he heals our diseases. Now, I know that there are times in our life in which we sometimes take issue with God because perhaps he has not healed our loved one. And they have gone on to be with the Lord. But the fact of the matter is that God still is a healer. Let me make sure I'm in the right church and not, not in a museum. Look at somebody and say, God still is a healer. Now this, this next illustration is only for folk that God has ever healed your body. I just need somebody to see you. Just stand up one more. Even if you got to hold on to the seat and just, just barely get up. Has God ever healed any, anybody's body? Look at the testimonies all in the balcony, in the choir. Tell somebody God is a healer. Oh God heals so many times. You may be seated 
there are things that God perhaps healed you from that you don't even know about. There are things that you thought could have been wrong and you went to the doctor and you got good news that you were all right and God made a way out of nowhere. I remember Dr. Okirike, my doctor who's here right now, I was riding back from your office from Sumter. I went through something and I was so afraid and terrified. I didn't know what was going on, was having some issues and the devil was all in my mind and friends were telling me, it sounds like you got this. And they had already pronounced folk, y'all don't even know about it. Folk had already said, you may have stomach cancer. And it sounds like, and I was so afraid, I didn't even want to go to the doctor. But when I went and my doctor examined me and came back and said, I've got some good news. It's not that. You're going to be all right. You've got some illness, but nothing we cannot treat it. On my way back home for shelter, a God reminded me that, you know what? The devil wanted to bring you cancer, but I blocked it. <laughs> Woo! I just need to preach to somebody on this side of the church that know that God blocked some things that the devil wanted to bring your way. And perhaps the only reason you don't have what the devil wanted you to have is because God has blessed you over. Somebody help me shout, he's a healer. Lay your hands on your neighbor's shoulder and say, I just want you to know that he is a healer. Third thing David points out, and I love this one, he redeems our lives from destruction. Woo! I said to the church at eight, even when we tried our best to ruin our own lives with all the dope you took and all the drugs you did and all, all the drinking you did and all, all the clubbing you did and all, everything else you did, put yourself in harm's way. All the hoodlums you hung around, all the gunshots that went above your head, all the bad places you ended up. You tried your best to destroy your life, but God redeemed you from destruction. When the enemy should have destroyed your son, God said, not this time. When the enemy should have destroyed your daughter, God said, not this time. And even if they don't have sense enough to praise God, you ought to praise God for saving them from destruction. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Do me a favor. Put your arms around somebody and say, neighbor, I should have been destroyed a long time ago. The devil should have had me, but somehow the Lord kept making ways over and over and over and over. Y'all excuse us. Somebody ought to put a praise on it. 
redeemed you from destruction, made a way. God did this. Now the key to enjoying this is knowing what the Lord has done. Look at this final scripture. Psalm 68 and 19. If 
you got it upstairs, help us out. Put it on the board. I want everybody to stand to your feet. Psalm 68 and verse 19. I want you to know something that the devil doesn't want you to know. Ooh, grab somebody by the hand and say, this word is for you. Tell them this is a supernatural revelation for you. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, bless be the Lord who daily Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads us with benefits. Now hold those hands and look somebody in their eyes and say, you don't know it, but you are loaded. Let me preach to this side of the church. You don't have much money in your bank account. Ah, you're barely paying your mortgage. A little bit of gas in your car. But catch your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, I am loaded. I am loaded because he wakes me up every morning, clothes on my back and food on my table. Anybody know that you are loaded? Come on and give God a praise because you are. When you go to work and your co-workers say, why are you so happy? Say, I'm loaded. <laughs> They're going to say, did you get a raise? Tell them I'm loaded. Why are you smiling? I'm loaded. What do you mean? I got up with joy. I went to bed with joy. I ate my breakfast with joy. Why? Because this joy I have. The world can't take it away. Listen, as you stand to your feet all over this place, I want to leave you with these three thoughts on the board, and we'll put it up at the church so that you can have it. These three thoughts. Number one, we usually share these on Tuesday night, but because of the anniversary, I want to share them with you. Number one, the Lord is the source of all the wonderful and glorious benefits that we enjoy. Simply look at somebody and say, God did this. What you see is what the Lord has done. He is the source. Ooh, anybody know that God did this? Number two, he provides these benefits to us daily. <laughs> Every morning you wake up, God gives you benefits. Amen, somebody? And then number three, perhaps the most significant, in order to enjoy the Lord's many benefits, you must have a proper relationship with God. Let me tell you something. I can't go to UPS and say, I want what you gave Deacon Kennedy. I can't go to Western House and say, I want what you gave Deacon Weaver. I can't go to the United States military and say, I want what you gave Deacon Milton. Why? Because I've never been in the Army. I've never worked for Westinghouse. I've never worked for UPS. In other words, you can't get what somebody else has if they've got a relationship with the Lord. Am I preaching to anybody? You have to have a relationship in order to enjoy the benefits. 
And as we stand to our feet right now, God says, I want to give you an opportunity to get a dynamic, awesome, glorious benefit package. God wants to give you a benefit package. God says, I'll bless you like you've never been blessed before. I'll do for you what no one else could ever do. I'll open doors that only I could open. <laughs> I'll touch you in ways that only I can do. I'll heal your illnesses, even of things you don't even know about. Things that the enemy brings your way and God block. God says, I'll provide for your family. I'll protect your seed. I'll protect your children. Ooh, because guess what? Sometimes God gives us a family benefit package. I'm so glad some of your children are under your benefits. Although they may be out there in the street, they don't even know themselves why their lives are so blessed. That's because God has blessed your family. God says that your seed shall not be destroyed. Right now, wherever you are, if there's somebody in here who want to thank God or say, God, I, I need that relationship. If you want prayer, just leave your seat and walk down the aisles. God told me to end this message right now because it's time to offer the benefit package. Whew. This is the period in the message in which you can sign up. This is the, my sister, the enrollment period. Tell somebody, this is the enrollment period. You can sign up right now. Come on, walk down those aisles. J.J. Harrison, Donnie McClurkin, say, bless me, Lord. Bless me. Even me. Lord, bless me. Bless me. Bless me, Lord. Bless me. Even me. Lord, bless me. God is not like man. He has more than one blessing. He's omnipotent. The power to bless you and bless me. So I am encouraged when I see what God has done for you. I am confident that he soon will bless me too. Come on, lift your hands all over this place. Tell him, bless me, Lord. Bless me, even me, Lord. Bless me, come on. That's right, yeah. God says you can get them today. You can get these benefits. Amen. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Bless me. Yeah. Come on. God's signing you up today. God's signing you up today. Ooh, yeah.
Come on and tell him, bless me. <laughs> God's blessing someone right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. by yourself you can say Lord sign me up Ooh, riding down the street in your car by yourself you can say Lord sign me up you can stand at this altar today and say here I am Lord sign me up I need the protecting the protection of your blessed assurance God wants to bless you in ways that only God can bless you but you need to have a relationship with God. If you don't work for the company, you don't get the company's benefit package. God says, if you don't have a relationship with me, you will not get the benefit of those who are in relationship with me. If you're not there, if your family isn't there, today will be a great day 
to make that decision. And sometimes you want to just renew your relationship. You want to recommit your life to the Lord. We had somebody this morning, a young lady this morning, walk down the aisles and say, Pastor, I need to renew my relationship. In other words, I walked away from my benefits. I need to sign up again. I want to be on the Lord's side. Is there anybody in here that want to be on the Lord's side? There will be times in your life in which you would need something from the Lord. Amen. When you're on the Lord's side, you can tell the enemy, I'm covered. Look at somebody and say, I'm covered. I am covered because I'm on the Lord's side. After this prayer, if you're here today and you want to make that decision, we want to give you an opportunity to be covered by God's benefits. We want to allow you to partake in God's benefit package. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for this eighth message of our series. Simply says, blessed be the Lord our God who daily loads us with his benefits. That Psalms that says, and let us, let us forget not his many benefits. God, you, you've been so good to us. You keep blessing us over and over again. And when our enemies came upon us to eat up our flesh, they stumbled and fell. I thank you, God, because when, when, when our bodies needed healing, when the doctors have done all they could do, you have stepped in right on time. And we say thank you. I thank you for keeping us in perfect peace, not allowing us to lose our minds when we were going through something. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for protecting our family members when they were out there in the streets doing everything that they knew to do. Somehow, somehow, Lord, the family benefit package covered them. Somehow the favor of God protected our seed. Woo! And we say thank you. Bless in a special way. And we thank you and give you praise and honor. It is in your name we pray and give thanks. Those that know it is so said amen. Put your arms around somebody and say God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. Come on. If you're here today and you, you want to be saved, you want to join the church, you want to recommit your life to the Lord, come on. Come on and stand at the altar. You don't have to go back the way you came. If you're here today and you... Come on, come on. Oh, no. Clap those hands, by the way. Somebody else walk down the aisles. The favor of God. God wants to bless you wherever you are right now. God says, I load you with benefits. I receive it. Anyone else? Come on and clap those hands. God's doing something at Bible Way. God's tearing down barriers right now. 
dare you. Come on. Somebody come right. Anybody else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Come on. God bless you. Come on, anyone else come right? Come on, it's not too late. Walk down the aisle right now. God says, I'll bless you in ways that only God can. Give God a hand of praise. They want to Somebody else is coming, come on. Someone else come. Wherever you are, God's calling you right now. Give God a hand of praise as we take it. of God is on you. Listen, several months ago, Sister Sharon came to join the church in a wheelchair. And the doctor said, you may not ever walk again. She walked out, and look at her now. She's walking. Now listen. And she's been in remission from bone marrow cancer since February. And listen, this past Monday, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. But here's what we're doing. Point your hands here and say, if he did it once, he can do it again. In the name of Jesus, we claim healing. Amen. Come on. Say, it's mine. Yes, it's all mine. It's all mine. I receive. For the word of God one more time. Come on, give God a praise for his benefit package. What an awesome word as we stand and prepare for our benediction. Don't forget about our three o'clock service at Pastor Carlton Dixon, First Lady Lisa Dixon. They're moving, they moved into a new church off of Two Notch Road. It was the old Dentsville Baptist Church. We're gonna be dedicating that church. At 3 o'clock, our pastor is the speaker. With uplifted hands, Father, we just thank you for the word of God. God, we thank you for your benefit packages, God. We thank you, God, for how you give them to us daily. God, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for how it blessed us. 
Now, God, we ask that you dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destinations. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everyone say amen.